Well, good evening. Welcome to our graduation tonight. If you want to grab your seats, we're thankful that you have chosen to celebrate with us tonight. We're celebrating the graduation of a number of brothers tonight. Um, we have two guys graduating ARG, our Advanced Recovery Group, who are Patrick McDonald and Frank King. So congratulations to those brothers. And for our graduating, our nine-month program, Aaron Smith, um, Eric Carson King, Joshua Walling, and Daryl Beeman. So congratulations yeah. to them. As we get started, I did want to mention uh, a couple of things just um, for our prayers and for our um, knowledge. First of all, I just want to recognize um, Dr. James Sidney Smith, who passed away this past week. Um, and uh, I just want to um, express appreciation to him. Um, he was one of our, he was 89 years old when he passed away. He was one of our founding board members. Um, some of you may have been around when Sid was around. Sid was a passionate, was passionate about this place. He was there at the very beginning, very first meeting we ever had about doing this and was dedicated to it. And, uh, and I really appreciate him. He was passionate. He's a visionary. Um, one of the things I appreciate about Sid, a lot of times board members are eager to do things, but then they just want to attend meetings and tell you about what they think you should do. Um, Sid always um, was the first one in line to want to do it, to want to go out and make the phone calls, see the people, be there on the front row, and really be passionate about making sure that what happened here mattered. Um, I talked to his wife, Patty, um, this past week again. We've visited a number of times, and uh, she just wanted to reiterate how significant his way is to their family and was to Sid. And so uh, I just want to express appreciation, please, um, keep his family in your prayers as they adjust to um, life um, without um, Sid. So uh, a great, great um, servant of God. also want to mention that um, Easter's coming up. We're in the month of April. April 17th will be Easter. Um, we are having our annual sunrise service here at 6.30 on Easter morning. Um, it will be up in the pavilion under, um, and outside. So remember that outside when you come. And uh, we'll have a great time of celebration. We celebrate two significant things um, attached to the resurrection, how the resurrection is impacting um, our experience here. One is um, brothers who have made a commitment to Jesus Christ over the past year and have allowed the, Jesus to resurrect and raise them from the dead, as well as um, brothers who have passed away this past year and are now spending eternity with Jesus and just recognizing, honoring those and those families who have lost loved ones as well. So we invite you out to join us. We'll be having a pancake breakfast afterwards um, down here. And so uh, um, we encourage you to come out. If you're interested, look at our website. And uh, if you can register for that, particularly for the pancake breakfast, um, we can make sure that you have a pancake. Okay? And... Uh, and so we appreciate that and looking forward to um, that. So let's pray together, um, and then we'll continue our program. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of celebration. Father, as we recognize brothers and accomplishments, as we celebrate with families who have gone through some heartache and some struggle, as well as joys and victories, and tonight as they gather together to celebrate um, Father, I pray most significantly 
that above and beyond the celebration that we see here is the celebration going on in heaven over hearts and minds being transformed by you, um, eternity being established in men's hearts, and lives truly transformed into your image. Father, I pray tonight, most significantly, that you will be celebrated. You will be glorified. You will be praised through all we say and do here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. One of the things I don't think, I don't know if I've ever expressed here, but I was thinking about it um, as I was listening to that song. You know, um, one of the things we get comments for is how every one of these graduations are unique. It's not the same structure. We just run through the same thing every time. They're always unique. Um, the reason they're unique is for this. Every time, every group of guys graduating picked their own plan. So every song that's picked, every way that we put together, every graduation reflects the faith of that group of guys as they come together and say, this is what we want to say. This is how we want to say it. Um, so that's why it's unique. And tonight is no different um, in order to celebrate them and their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, so our first speaker tonight is Patrick McDonald. Patrick is our 68th graduate of our Advanced Recovery Group. Um, for those of you who do not know, Advanced Recovery, our program is nine months long. After that, um, guys can stay and kind of commit to the process of giving back, continue to work on their own recovery, but also helping to continue to pour into, provide leadership, and continue to refine their leadership in the recovery um, by staying on and working alongside the guys. Um, Patrick has been a tremendous leader in that way, um, and we're excited for what he's accomplished, what he's done, and what he intends to do as he continues to commit to this as a ministry, as a passion, as a life work. So, Mr. Patrick McDonald. Good evening. Um, as Tom kind of mentioned, I am in month 15 of a nine-month program, so I don't know how that quite works, but I'm up here to kind of tell you why I'm staying, what's going on. I'm still here. Um, I'll be staying on as a staff member, and um, maybe I can explain the story. True story. There were 12 men on a boat caught in a storm. They had done all they could, but their lives were in peril because the boat was about to sink. Uh, the boat was no match for the storm. Then they saw Jesus walking on the water. Peter, recognizing that there was no safety in the boat, that the only true safety was in Jesus, called out to Jesus and said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come on the water with you. What happened next was truly amazing. Peter walked on the water. My life has been one storm after another after another. And in the past, I have held on to the boat, thinking that the boat was going to keep me safe. Now, I realize, like Peter, it's not about the boat. The only safe place is with Jesus. He has called me out, and guess what? I am now walking on the water. I'm staying at his way because Jesus is here. And I'm keeping my eyes on him. If Peter can do it, if I can do it, guys, community, we can all walk on water. The storms in life come and go. There is no safety in the boat. My charge tonight is keep your gaze 
on Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate appreciate that. Um, as I mentioned about Sid Smith, I was I was thinking, you know, Sid Smith. One of his notorieties around here was that he was Clyde Jones's longtime, very best friend, partner. Um, they did everything together. You seldom saw one out without the other in their day. And uh, as I was thinking about Sid, it brought me back to Clyde. A um, couple things that Clyde and Sid shared in common is that they were both loyal Rocky Top Tennessee fans. Um, they were business partners, ministry partners, and really bosom buddies. I mean, they just were always together. One of Clyde's favorite verses, I just want to mention it tonight, um, was, is found in John 8, 31 and 32. It says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then later Jesus says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. See, the only true freedom, you know, sometimes we have this statement, you know, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Um, so you have that statement over the Supreme Court building. You have that uh, in many places of justice and that type of thing within our culture. Um, and, and we think of it as kind of an educational truth. Um, but the truth that Jesus is talking about isn't have to do with educational truth. It's not about scholarship. It's not about academics. It's about him being your truth. That true freedom is not found through educational accomplishment or financial accomplishment or even justice through a legal system. True freedom is found in Jesus. Um, and I think it's important that we recognize that. If, you, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Truly free. Jesus urged that the light has arrived. Do not remain in the darkness any longer. Paul continues that urging. Turn from darkness to light. Turn from falsehood to truth. There's no greater darkness than addiction. You see, because addiction is driven by fear and fear that leads to avoidance, denial, deceit, deception, procrastination, um, it's kind of the ultimate cover-up. It's covering up insecurity and trying to create false impressions, trying to create the illusion of confidence because of the lack of confidence. And I think we're all familiar with that. We may not have chosen addiction as a pathway, but most of us have come up with coping techniques to impress people beyond what we know in our hearts or feel in our hearts is really what we really are. And so when Jesus comes, real freedom is found in embracing the light, embracing the truth, embracing the reality. In fact, at the very beginning of John's gospel, John says in John 1 and verse 4, In him was life, referring to the word being Jesus, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness cannot overcome it. Light always defeats darkness. And then in verse 9 he says, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. And I think it's important that 
as we come to the light, the light is about illumination, exposure, revelation, revealing things. And so one of the fundamental things that I, the beauty of this experience for us is, is that freedom is founded in mission. Just admitting that, yeah, I'm not sure I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not sure why I'm doing this. I'm not, I don't have a clue. And then when I could admit that, I can begin to find forgiveness. I can begin to find genuineness. I can begin to find truth, begin to find reality, life as it really is. Instead, life as we'd like it to be or like to manufacture it to be or that we think everybody else thinks it's supposed to be. But life as it is, as it truly is. That's freedom. In 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 6, Paul will say, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness. We're familiar with that, right? Genesis. Let light shine out. When God, I mean, go all the way back to the beginning. God said, let light shine out of the darkness. So that same God has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. There's no greater light. Not the sun, not the moon, not the stars, than the light of Jesus Christ. That gets to shine in our hearts. We become the brightest thing in the universe because we are experiencing and walking in the light, in the truth. So the face of Christ reveals the glory of God. And it's that that changes us. Paul will describe the change that we are being exposed to the glory of God. That's what changes us. Being in the light changes us. I know we have processes, we have things we do, we have things we work on, but the reality is the true transformation that happens in our life is simply being exposed to the light. And all the processes we practice here, the principles we practice here, is all about making sure we're continuing to be exposed to that light. Making sure we're not stepping out in the darkness or the shadows or the shade or whatever and we're bringing ourselves back into the light so that we can be exposed to the thing that changes us. In Ephesians 5, Paul says this, Therefore do not become partners with them, referring to the things of the world. For at one time you were darkness. You were darkness. That means you inhabited and you were yourself darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. So walk as children of light. See, the real transformation, the real change that happens here is that through Christ, who we are changes. We're not just in the darkness. We're not, we, we were, became the darkness. I mean, I'm in, I'm in family meetings. I've been to over a thousand family meetings since I've been here, okay? I've sat with lots of you families and other families. And a lot of times we talk about what happened in this journey, what happened. And they'll tell me stories about the terrible influences that their son was exposed to that took him down the path. And then I'll be in another family meeting hearing about the terrible exposure of the influence of other guys on their son and so on and so forth. And after a while, you start realizing some of the people who are the terrible influence were the people you were saying were being influenced terribly. If you follow me. Because the reality is, we in this become darkness. We become that influence, tragically. 
But the good news of the gospel is that we're transformed from the inside out. The light changes us and we become children of light, not of darkness, not of the shadows, not the hidden things, but the exposed things. And so Paul goes on and he says, for the fruit, uh, let's see, and, and try to discern what is pleasing the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose, expose them. Not only don't just take part with them, but actually illuminate them. Make people aware of them. Point them out. Shine light on them because you are light. For it's, a shame, for it's shameful even to speak of the things that, that they do in secret. But when in, anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So, what we're celebrating tonight are men that have gone from darkness to light. Men who have woken up, risen from the dead. We're celebrating the resurrection. We're celebrating life and the life that God brings through his light, Jesus Christ. So tonight, our brothers will, as Peter says, proclaim the excellencies of the one who calls us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So tonight, we have four of our nine-month graduates that are going to share the light of the world, the light that they are. So I'm going to begin as uh, um, every guy who's graduating tonight, by the way, is going to get a coin that's going to represent and be something they can hang on to on a daily basis to remind them of their identity and who they are and the protection that they have in Jesus Christ and a certificate that celebrates their accomplishment tonight. So our first of our nine-month graduates, um, our 420th graduate his way, Mr. Aaron Smith. Come on up. Uh, the, other, the other day, by the way, he shared with me that he was out in public somewhere and he was confused with an, un, with an inappropriately dressed Amish man. Um, <laughs> so, not to be confused with that. Aaron Smith. Um, here's our coin. And our certificates, his way, proudly presents this certificate of completion to Aaron Smith. He entered, sought, found, and since we began living his way, dated March 21st of 2022. So congratulations. Our second graduate is Mr. Eric Carson King. I haven't seen him with his new glasses. He looks really smart. <laughs> he's, uh, he's our first graduate from our North Alabama Home Builders Academy and that we've had here. And so congratulations to that. He's been working as an electrician now, and I'm glad he has glasses. The people who are getting their homes will appreciate that. Um, here's your coin. And here's your certificates. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion to Eric Carson King. He entered, sought, found, and successfully began living his way, dated March 25th of 2022. Congratulations.
third is Mr. Josh Walling. Says Hidsway proudly presents this certificate completion to Joshua Walling. He entered, sought, found, says began living his way, dated March 29th of 2022. Congratulations. Thanks, sir. And Mr. Daryl Beeman. His way proudly presents this certificate of completion. Daryl Beeman, he entered, sought, found, says began living his way, dated April 2nd of 2022. Congratulations. Uh, thank you, sir. The Advanced Recovery Group Pledge. As a member of His Way's Advanced Recovery Group, you will be expected to be a servant leader, just as Jesus taught when he told his disciples, whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be a servant. Jesus also said, from everyone who has been given much, much will be required. As a member of ARG, you will be entrusted with an important role in the His Way ministry because you have been given much, much opportunity, much love, much forgiveness, much mercy, and most importantly, much grace. Finally, Paul instructed his young disciple Timothy to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Aaron Smith, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and the ministry? And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Aaron Smith, based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community, we would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. Uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen: For lack of guidance, the nation falls, but many advisors makes victory sure. Makes victory sure. Um, Tom asked us to get up here and kind of say why we were staying. Um, as my nine months dwindled, dwindled down, I, I found I wasn't done here. Um, I made great progress in that time. Um, it's time to share my experiences, what I've learned, um, in that nine months with the next man. Um, no matter whether it's spiritual, uh, spiritual or mental struggles, whatever it may be, uh, to get back to as much as I can to his way in this brotherhood. Um, since really when it's all said and done, whether it's a nine month program, ARG or whatever it is, life, um, none of us go through it alone. Thank you. Carson King, as, an, as a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? Yes, sir. Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and the ministry? Yes, sir. And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Yes, sir. Carson King, 
based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community. We would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to ARG because, like Aaron said, I'm not done here. Um, God removed me from a situation that I just couldn't get myself out of. And I owe it to God, myself, and another person to be the best man that I can be every single day. And, I mean, this program and the things I've gained from it are the biggest blessing that I've ever received. And I want the opportunity to share it with the new guys that come to this program. I want to be able to give back to these people who have given me so much. Josh Walling. As a member of ARG, do you vow to be a leader? I do. Do you vow to serve the His Way residents and the ministry? I do. And do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? I do. Josh Walling, based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community, we would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for God giving me the grace and the mercy that I didn't deserve. Uh, they're going to scroll some names across this board. And I graduated this program the first time in January of 2020. And from that time, 17 of the brothers I came to this program with have passed away. And... I decided that I didn't want to be one of them guys and I needed to make a change in my life. You know, they say everybody finds God in jail. Well, I found God in jail and he brought me back here. I wasn't going to come back here. Um, I was ashamed, guilt stricken, um, but I knew this is where I needed to be. And that brought me to why I want to stay for ARGs because the grace and mercy that I was given, I want to help my brothers find what they're being given. And um, I love every one of y'all. You know, we walked through that hallway up there, and there's a whole hallway of brothers that are not here with us no more. And I don't want to have to walk through that hallway and see any of y'all on there and uh just thank god every day that y'all got a chance to come here and and for another chance thank you okay daryl beeman as a member of arg do you vow to be a leader do you vow to serve the his way residents and the ministry and do you vow to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness? Daryl Beeman, based on the vow you have made before God, your brothers, and your community, we would like to welcome you to the Advanced Recovery Group. How are y'all doing this evening? Uh, I'd like to take this time to thank all the staff, uh, Mike Ross, Daryl Floyd, Doug Stogner, 
Stuart back there, Mr. Don Phillips, Tom Reynolds. Appreciate everything y'all do. Mom and Dad, I love y'all. Thank you for your long suffering, uh, putting up with me. I got something written here I'm gonna read. <clears throat> so why I do, uh, there are myriad verses I could quote to you from scripture that support my decision to continue. But for the sake of time, I chose three. <clears throat> In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, Paul urges Timothy to let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. And later, in verse 15, Paul implores, practice these things, immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. So reason one is to set an example here for our new brothers <clears throat> and allow them to observe first person that they can do this, hopefully to inspire them to make a permanent change. Reason two is to lead through service. In Mark 9.35, Jesus spoke to his disciples, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. I believe serving others is important because in a society that tells us to put ourselves first, doing the opposite incites curiosity, which opens the door for Christians to share our faith. My third and final reason is to teach. As children, we learn and we grow by learning the things that we are taught. Likewise, newly born again Christians must be guided and taught in order to grow spiritually. In his letter to the churches in Colossae, Paul wrote, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. That's chapter three, verse 16. In my opinion, gratitude is shown through action, not by word of mouth. So to show the gratitude I have toward God, I dedicate myself as a servant to inspire, to set a good example, and to teach all those who are willing and committed to making a serious change to their lives for the better. Father God, we come to you today in prayer, and I ask that you just be with these men, guide these men, teach these men, give them the understanding and the power and the strength of how to carry themselves as men in, for your glory, not their own. Lead them in life, teach them, give them the understanding that leads to all peace and understanding and how to live in your life. In your heavenly name I pray, amen. 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 How y'all doing tonight? I'm, uh, I'm going to start with prayer. I always start with prayer. So, uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, be with me as I speak. Allow my voice to be heard for you. Uh, teach me and guide me each day as I walk through life, and let me be an influence, a guide to everyone around me. In your heavenly name I pray. Amen. Uh, I got something I'm going to read, but I'm going to start with the scripture right here. It says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for in my strength is made perfect in weakness. And there were so many things in my life that I was weak to. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to get into all that, but I am going to read this part right here. I wrote this down. Uh-oh, let me find it. Let me find it. Here we go, right here. All right. 
You know, being a member of ARG calls for you to be committed, calls you to be an influence, causes you to be a guide, right? So each day as we go throughout our day, anyone who's in ARG needs to carry stuff in that manner. But outside of ARG, outside of his way, this is life in general. Each one of us should carry ourselves as men of God to be influences to everyone around us with love, respect, and dignity, right? Carry ourselves with integrity. Uh, it says, we as men have been called to a higher calling as sons of God created to be the protector, the provider, the guide, the influence for God in this world and to bring God's word, grace, mercy, judgment, truth to every man and woman. And every one of you here at His Way have been put in a position to be that man. You have been removed from a life of sin and rebellion, selfishness, lies, manipulation, violence, fornication, addiction, drunkenness, a life led by the ruler of this world, led by your own wants and desires. And me as a man, I've been saved by faith and grace and mercy. And I am thankful for what the Spirit of God has taught me. He has gave me compassion so that I would learn to be compassionate. He was merciful so that I would learn to show mercy. He gave me the truth so that I wouldn't believe the lies I told myself and others. He was faithful so I could learn to have faith. He showed me love when all I knew was hate. So I could learn how to love everyone around me. I lived in addiction so that I could appreciate how to, be, how to live sober. I was given friends that I wronged to teach me how to be a friend. He gave me forgiveness so I could learn how to be forgiving. I was a man of doubt. He made me believe. When I was weak, he made me strong. When I was a man of fear, he gave me the courage. When I wanted to run from my problems, he made me to face them. I'm thankful for the times that I let people down so that I could, be, so I could learn to be dependable. I'm thankful for the times of sorrow so that I could understand how to appreciate joy. I'm grateful for the fall of my pride so that I could learn to be humble. I'm grateful for the brokenness of my family so I could learn to be a family man. To be a brother, to be a father, to be a son. I'm grateful for the things that I gave up. I'm grateful for that for the things that I gave up so that I could strive for the things I want to fight for. I'm grateful for being lost so I can learn to be a leader so that many could be found. I had to live in wickedness so that I could search out his righteousness. Every man has to suffer things in this life to learn how to, to, learn how to be the man that they are inspired to be. I challenge you as men to become the man God called you to be. You have a choice to learn and excel or choose to remain the same. We are without excuse. We know what is right and what is wrong. What is right is to let go of our past and to grab hold of our future. You can never get to your future without learning from your past. If you fail to remember, you're doomed to repeat. Be the man that God had called you to be, not the, not the man that the world has made you to be. Live boldly with power and with strength, commitment, and integrity, I challenge you, if the devil led you to it, God can lead you through it. Uh, 
I think it's 1 Peter 5.10. This is what he tells me, man, and I believe it wholeheartedly. He says, But the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you had suffered a while, make you perfect, establish you, and strengthen you. I had to suffer many things before he could make my mind and my heart and my understanding perfect in his sight. Am I perfect? Not by any means. I fall short every day. But I'm grateful for God. I'm grateful for his way. I'm grateful for tomorrow and be a better chance in my life. And I'm grateful for the influences that have been put in my life here at this program. All you guys, y'all got a future, man. If you want it, you better go fight for it because ain't nobody going to give it to you. Walk with God and stay dedicated to what you're doing. Thank y'all. One of the things that I want you to see tonight is um, something that's very unique about our graduation tonight. This is the first time in all the graduations we've had in uh, nearly 15 years that every one of the guys graduating is staying here to continue to give back. Um, and I wanted to highlight that, and that's kind of why we had what we've had tonight. Um, and even in the guys who are graduating ARG, um, none of them are leaving. They all want to keep staying around and giving back the program and continue to make a difference in the community. And so, um, you know, it's, it's exciting. For a long time, we had a six-month program. That was initially what we had when we started with a six-month program. And um, a lot of people tried to encourage me that we should make it longer. And I kept thinking, I think that's a bad idea because just about everyone I meet goes, six months, are you kidding me? I can go to Bradford and do it in 27 days or whatever. And uh, so I thought, well, we just not get anyone to stay if we, get, if we stay longer than six months. And so we changed it to nine months last year. And now we have everyone graduate nine months and then they want to stay longer and they're not leaving. So um, <laughs> apparently God's doing something really good um, that I'm grateful for and grateful to be a part of. But I'm really proud of each and every one of the young men um, that has shared with us tonight. So um, I want to start with our advanced recovery group graduates. I'm going to start with Frank, um, if Frank wants to come up. You know, one of the things I want to say about Frank that, um, that you got to hear tonight is a little bit, just a small snippet of the passion he has for the Lord. Um, that's not just something that he does when he comes and stands in front of a group of people for a few minutes. It's what he does every day. It's what he does at work all day long. It's what he does in the dorms. It's what he does while he's eating dinner. It's what he does all the time. Um, and so I really appreciate Frank. Um, Frank is going to continue to be close here. Um, you know, we have a number of classes. Our academic structure is pretty tough. I mean, you got to do three classes every morning when you first get here. You got to do classes in the afternoon, classes in the evening. Then you get to work. And then they're like, oh, good, I'm going to do classes for a while. Then this, we still make you come back and do classes every single night. Um, it's required. You got to do it in order to be here tonight. Um, but the most popular class on campus that happens every single night is the class that Frank teaches where guys just come voluntarily to hear the word. And uh, that's the class that um, I'm most proud of of all of our classes. And I'm thankful that Frank started that and that Frank is going to continue that um, and continue to bring God's message to uh, these men. So Frank, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, so, first of all, we have a Bible that we give. I know you have pretty big Bibles and you study a lot anyway, but I figured I'd find the biggest one I could find <laughs> to make sure you're studying more. Um, all right, Tom. And, uh, 
So I wrote in it, it says, Frank, congratulations on completing the advanced recovery group. You came to his way to make an eternal difference in the lives of men because God has make, made an eternal difference in you. You've made that difference and will continue to impress the heart of Christ and others. We cherish your ongoing influence for Christ. May God richly bless you um, on, going, on our ongoing partnership in the gospel and Christ's love his way. So congratulations. Thank you. And your certificate says His Way proudly presents this certificate of leadership to Franklin King. He entered, sought, found, started living his way. He's now successfully in living his way, dated March 30th of 2022. So, congratulations. Thank you. All right, and next, Mr. Patrick McDonald. Patrick and I have known each other a while. <laughs> and uh, again, I've, I mean, one of the great joys of being a part of this is being able to watch guys come, um, have success, struggle some more, come back, and see the ongoing maturity and the growth. And I've really seen it in Patrick. And it's been, again, as a, as a recovery, as advanced recovery group leader, he's really made a difference here. He's Leads a lot of groups around here. He brings a constant positive influence. Um, he's been a great um, leader in every regard. Again, um, he's our um, assistant manager at our, uh, at our thriving thrift store. Um, he's uh, um, just, I mean, every time you turn around, he's um, leading the next thing and trying to make, bring God's influence in somebody else's life. So I really appreciate Patrick. And I have a Bible just as big as Franks, um, so you guys can compete. Um, and I uh, wrote this, Patrick, congratulations on completing our advanced recovery group. You've allowed your growth in Christ to influence those around you. You've truly fulfilled the commitment of ARG to provide servant leadership. We now welcome you into ongoing staff leadership as a house manager. Welcome to the His Way leadership team. May God continue to bless your ongoing influence in Christ. And I have this as His Way proudly presents this certificate of leadership to Patrick McDonald. He entered, sought, found, started living His Way. He's now successfully in leading His Way, dated April 3rd of 2022. So congratulations. And um, as was mentioned, Patrick is continuing on here. I know Frank's staying close. Um, Patrick is... Uh, um, joining our leadership team. He's one of our house managers, so he's going to continue to be at the grassroots of influencing guys and making a difference um, on this campus. I know one of the things, he's been here before, done six months and done good for a while and struggled, and he said, you know, this time he said, I just want to stay and keep making that difference. So uh, I appreciate that. It's interesting because he told me that a long time ago. I said, well, we don't have any spots available um, for that, but I know God will open up if he wants you when it's ready and about the time we got to this point, all of a sudden that opportunity opened up and Patrick's filling it. So congratulations. Let's pray. Our kind Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this day and for these men. We're thankful that you've brought them from darkness to light. 
from being a curse to being a blessing to all those around them. We pray that you'll continue to be with them now as they continue uh, their lives and continue to grow and continue to serve you and to be a blessing uh, to the program here, to the men who are here, and uh, to their families and to all, all the lives that they touch. In Jesus' name, amen. 